Because uh, because Gus isn't here, we should do the shoddiest. The shoddiest job possible. Because Gus isn't here, we don't know how to do it. And then when you go back and edit, just have like a bunch of hard edits. Where it's just like right it'll, in the middle. It'll make him feel so important. Okay, do you guys want me to play the song? And then we'll start the podcast. I guess we should hear the song, right? We got our friends all around us. Joel, Jeff, Bernie, and Gus. They make up rooster teeth and now they're on drunk tank. Gus is a nerd. Joel is kind of dumb. Jeff is an alcoholic and Bernie likes him. So settle all around. Take your seats because it's the Drunk Tank Podcast Word. Man, it's good to see Eminem <laughs> getting some work. <laughs> what? Everything was kind of funny and cool. And then he's like, Jeff's an alcoholic. <laughs> That's, I'm so offended. Oh, God. Good Lord. Okay, well, that was a fantastic intro to this podcast. Who was that by? That was by uh, Teresa Bach. Didn't sound didn't, like a didn't Teresa. Sound like Teresa Bach. I don't know. That's what. Maybe that's just what he called his joint hip hop project thing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Uh, maybe that's his, his stage name. At this at this point, I'm prepared to make a little rap out about <laughs> Teresa. See how he <laughs> see how you like it. Okay, so uh, <clears throat> the podcast has been a little schizophrenic lately. It seems to have a very revolving cast of characters as we go in and out of town for summer work. Today we have me, Jeff. Me, Gavin. And me, Joel. And there you go. Just I like to... Me, Joel, like fire. <laughs> I want to apologize for my husky voice. I've got a bit of a cold. You have, you have a lot of other things to apologize for like that. Just, just, I have a list. <laughs> we'll just... That's number 22. Apologize for the podcast. Made fun of my shoes yesterday. <laughs> I, probably, I probably did. Said they were from 1997, oh. <laughs> which is pretty bad. Well, I made fun of his running shoes. For, you might as well say someone's dressed like MC Hammer. Oh, you were wearing parachute pants. That's so true. That's only, I think it was a valid criticism. And I did do the, the dance thing. So, And you do have lines shaved in your eyebrows. That's so. true. Did they do that in England back in the 90s, Gav? Did they shave lines in their eyebrows? I think they're still doing it, right? Yeah. I still see people with stripy eyebrows. No, you don't. Really? Yeah. And those are called chavs yeah. or, or townies. Yeah. You're good. All right, cool. You're good at the Brit lingo. It's only taken me uh, like three years of knowing you to start something yeah. to start seeping in. Well, what are you going to do? Bob's your uncle, right? <laughs> ah, did it again. There you go. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so what do you kids want to talk about today? Okay, good. <laughs> There's so many things <laughs> to talk about. How do I pick? Uh, well, the NXE update came out yesterday. I'd like to talk about your reaction to that video that we watched. We watched a video demonstrating the NXE, and they showed the number you get on the top of your gamer card. And you pause the video right then, and you're like, oh, I need to find out how many numbers I have, how many years I have on my gamer card. Yes, I did. Well, you were I... so excited that you paused the video to find out. Moving along to the next subject. <laughs> Do you want to talk about how, how many years you've racked up? How big my number is? Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with that thing. There's obviously some sort of mistake, because it says I've only been a member of Xbox Live for three years, which is an egregious error. It's slanderous. It is. It's defamation. This is the thing. that Everything that comes out with Xbox Live and any sort of numbers thing, and every numbers thing about Xbox Live that we've ever talked about from any website, it's like, oh, this website, it kept, you know, it knows this, it knows this, it knows this. And then, like, either a week or two weeks later, it was like, oh, but it doesn't, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, but, that's what I'm hoping for. Because it says, according to Xbox, whoever they are, according to Microsoft, 
I've only been a member of Xbox Live for three years, yet Gavin has been a member for four years. Almost it's it's going to be a thing like, well, you see, if you played on Thursdays, Thursdays don't count for some reason. Yeah, that's really? what I think. And I think I let my Xbox Live no, membership no, no, last no. for a while. I know exactly what it is. You said you got Xbox Live the day it came out. Oh, who can remember? With your 360. Who can but remember? Xbox Live came out way before the 360 I, came out. So you've only had it for three years. I don't you've think, only had it since the 360. I don't think that's Xbox true. Xbox Live came out. It, it came out with Halo 2, right? That I was think the first it came out, iteration. It came out before Halo 2. Yeah. Did it? I, I think... Yeah. I think I've had Xbox Live longer than the 360. And, and I was looking through my list to everyone who's updated to the NXC, and the person with the highest number is Gus, and he's got a six. Yeah, he fucking yeah, had he Xbox has, Live yeah, he has the lowest years. gamer score. Yeah, he does. I yeah. even have a high... I guess, I guess Gus was a like a pre-tester. No, I don't was think it? so. No. Come really? on, Gus. How would he get that? I don't know. Well, I know a lot of people who had it before it was out. Well, well, a lot. You brag about it. Did you have a... Who are these out? people? No, I didn't. I've only got a number four. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you that I've had Xbox Live longer than three years. I can't remember I think you're when. I, well, I'm not a fucking memory scientist who can go back in time and figure shit out. I don't know how long it was. How long has the 360 been out? 360's been out for like, I don't know, I don't know three years? God, four years? God, that's weird. Three, four Seems years like it's been longer it? than that. Yeah, it does, because Halo's been out two years now. Halo 3. Yeah. Almost. I can't believe it's been that long. I can't believe that either. Speaking of Halo 2, 3, speaking of Halo 3... <laughs> Gavin and I did something spectacular last night. With the help of Ben and Andrew Panton, we did the Vidmaster Annual Challenge, which had to be probably the most fun I've ever had playing a video game. It was fun. I'm, I've been wanting to do that achievement for a year, because I cut together a video of Jack doing it about a year ago. How many times did Jack die in that video? And I made fun of Jack dying. He died like hundreds of times, but I looked at our stats after doing that. <laughs> this, is an- this is another one of those god dang anomalies where it's like i've done it i did it with andrew Panton a long time ago or i completed it didn't get the achievement so it's like okay we'll do it again didn't get the achievement for those who don't know the achievement is the hardest difficulty legendary four player co-op with the iron skull on which makes it even harder because when one of you dies you all have to restart the checkpoint yeah go ahead you have to do the final run in ghosts instead of a hog it's it's tremendously difficult and fun i have a great idea instead of like coming up with updates that have more numbers and this that more website how about like making the achievements work (laughs) i don't know joel you i don't know we all got that achievement last night you're like no no but it happens in other games something happens you get a glitch and then it's like well you can't get achievement ever that's never happened to me it's never or, happened to or you. anyone I know. For some reason, it's never happened to you or you. anyone. <laughs> okay, I'm, like, the only, I'm the only person that that's happened where you're you, like, a glitch happens, you're you like can't get achievement. technology kryptonite. Your computers don't work. I you don't you, get your achievements. I bet you a million dollars. Stories just, are going to come out after this. People are going to be like, oh, I did this and that won't. <laughs> I guarantee you. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I've never had an achievement not work. You you get the opposite. You get glitches in achievements that work in your favor. I don't like, know that's ever happened. Like when we were playing Horde mode, we were on like level six, and it was like progress seventeen of fifty. You know what? I figured that out though. Was that, that because you've done levels further? It was up. because I'd done later levels okay. by joining a game. Yeah. Although I've had it. I remember in um, in Dead Rising, there's a an achievement for spending twenty four hours outside. I got that while I was inside. I was just walking around. Just really popped up. Yeah. <laughs> Look great. at you. Anyway. I died 124 times. Let's look up the stats. I've got them right here. Now, we all died. All four of us, we died over 100 times each. Wow. But considering that Andrew Panton is the best video game player I know, uh, no offense, Knuckles. Ooh. <laughs> That's one <laughs> angry and, Canadian. Neck and neck. Well, they're, they're all angry Canadians. Oh, is, is Andrew Canada. Canadian too? Yeah. Andrew lives in Vancouver. Why are all the best uh, gamers, Game, in gamers in Canada? I don't know. It must be something in the they have, loose water. Because we don't know anyone from South Korea. <laughs> well, let's, let's have a rundown of this. fueled by maple. Jeff died 124 times. Ben died 120 times. 
I died 115 and Andrew died 105. So I died 19 more times than Andrew Panton. That's a fucking win in my book. Do you want to explain what caused you to die? You yeah. couldn't make the grenade jump. I'll tell you. Yeah, I, there's a there's a shortcut you can take at the beginning of the map when you when you start to infiltrate the base. You know, before you got to get Sergeant Johnson's on the hill and he tries to get them guilty spark or whatever to open the open the door. <laughs> right? Is that right? I think you should summarize the whole of Halo the whole, 3 all of Halo campaign. There's a there's a monster. I don't know. And so you, there's a grenade jump you can do to get up on the on the like the big like the the nose like the big honky nose of the building and then you can run over and then hide behind sergeant johnson and cower while he kills everybody for you and then you go in saves you about 45 minutes probably and uh cheating you got a grenade jump up no it's in the game it's a feature cheating and uh i i, I must have out of my 124 deaths I sergeant probably johnson died. is not always going to be there for you <laughs> i don't know, I don't know if that's true <laughs> i probably died 80 times there after that though i was fucking golden i was way better than the rest of you guys on the ghost way better it took us one hour 30 minutes and 20 seconds 90 minutes that's a football game right there it's, is it a football soccer game? game soccer game yeah so joel how's uh fallout treating you uh the giant crab people keep killing me did um, you did you do what jeff said and i did yeah it was easy and uh yeah now it's a totally different game yep now you can sleep now i can sleep Sleeping the bomb, you get a house. so much more um i can't believe i got sucked into this game oh dude it's a fantastic game <laughs> it's just like that. It's just like it appeals to guys. It's just like the acquisition of stuff in a world where we have to fight people. You go out and fight people, and you get stuff. Oh, here's some stuff. Oh, wait a minute. I found some stuff that's higher level stuff. That's better. I'm going to get that stuff. Yeah, it's kind of like going to the mall. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> it's like going to the mall. So it's like day after Thanksgiving. Stuff. Yeah. I haven't played Fallout, but I played Oblivion. And I always just get really mad when I had to walk slow because I was holding too oh, much stuff. Do you get yes. over-encumbered? Like, I would just take everything, just hit the button that's take all, and then I'd just be over-encumbered. That that's is not, hasn't worst. really been an issue for me in Fallout. You just kind of manage your stuff, you know? Don't pick up shit that's not worth anything. Don't pick up, like, empty bottles and yeah. stuff like that. And the, also, thing, the thing that drives me crazy, right, is though, like, you know that you can, like, you build the, the build the guns or whatever, right? And yeah. I guess you need certain equipment. I haven't gotten that far yet, so oh. I don't know anything about it. But all I know is, like, oh, look, surgical tubing. I may never see this again. I better take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, surgical tubing's pretty... I don't know. Pretty look, a toy car. This is going to be, like, make the ultimate weapon. I better keep this. Cars. This is going to be important later. Do you know that you can repair your guns? Yes. Okay, so you can, if you pick up like nine guns, you can com- consolidate them down to like two guns. Oh, I didn't know you could consolidate them. Yeah, what you do is like you, like say you have like four, like 10 millimeter pistols, right? <laughs> you can, and you start to get over encumbered, just take one and hit repair, and it's like, do you want to use the parts from this one to fix the other one? And then suddenly you have one that's better than all four of them. Oh, well, Jesus. This so game that's, is better and better. Yeah, that's going to help you a lot. Oh, my God. Also, you know about fast travel, right? Yes. Well, I only unlocked one thing so far okay. in Fast Travel. I'm very new with the game. But that makes a big difference, too, because then when you get over-encumbered, you can just fast travel back to Megaton, drop your shit off, sell it or whatever, put it in your wall locker, fast travel back to where you were, fucking donezo. It's, you know, I, I, just talking about the game just makes me want to go and play it more and more and more. It just... When, when Gavin got here, I, uh, Gavin Bing got here, it was all I did, day or night. You know, and that's all I thought about. And then now I feel guilty playing a single-player video game when those guys are in the house. So we've been playing a lot of Gears of War and Halo and stuff. But I can't wait for them to leave so that I can start playing Fallout <laughs> again. Like, whatever day it is you leave will be the best day of my life because I can start playing again. I'm so excited. <laughs> I got so mad last night because we were playing with Andrew. We asked him, we invited him to play Halo, and uh, he was playing Fallout. The day before, he was level 10. Yesterday, he was level 25. That's like 90 hours of gameplay in a day <laughs> to get there. I don't know how we did it. 
I, I, I don't know. Like I like I did. I don't know a thing about the game, but I noticed like Andrew Pant was on like last night or whatever. When I was playing. It's like, and he was playing Fallout Three, and he's like a uh, uh, level twenty five, whatever. And it's like, well, clearly I know now. Like level twenty five, whatever is total like. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, total ridiculous. I mean, yeah. to put it in perspective, I essentially had like the same conversation with him that I'm having with you. Like, oh, uh, you can you know disarm the bomb and megaton. Here's some easy little tips. And then twenty four hours later, he was on the last DLC. I'm just like, how the fuck did you? Son of a bitch. So who told you all this handy information? Did uh, you just have to find out? I learned some of it from watching Gus and Bernie play. It's a very a word bit. of mouth game, isn't it? Like, you don't yeah. learn everything you need to know. Just I, well, I feel you, like I'm really in the sweet spot because, like, for me, it's like, okay, I, don't, I have a question. I don't know what's going on. Oh, I can just go to the Achievement Hunter guy. Yeah, you, it's true. <laughs> you can come to me. Or you can talk to Finch Lynch, too. That didn't, he's played through the game three times. All the way through, so he knows everything. He, he knows actually, he it. was a source of my problem because I remember him talking about saying, "Oh, I nuked a town," and for yeah. some reason that stuck in my brain. The term "I nuked a town." Then when I was playing the game, there was the, the nuke in the middle, and it was like, "Oh, well, I don't want to nuke the town," so and that's what totally kept stay me. away so, from it. Yeah. Yeah. What's the benefits of nuking Megaton? Um, I think there are benefits, but I don't know what they are. I mean, it's 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 if you want to roll evil, right? But I uh... don't. Don't you have to play through three times to get certain achievements? Like, with different in, karma levels and stuff. In theory, yes. Or, or you, you could... I mean, what a lot of people do... I haven't done this. But what a lot of people do <laughs> is, like... I think it's, like, level 8, level... I'm going to say 18 and level 24 or some shit like that. You are where you have to get to that point in the game as good, neutral, and evil. Right? right. Karma. And you can just, like, right at level 7... Play through the game as good or neutral right at level 7. Save. Do a bunch of good stuff. Get good. Level. Revert to your save. Go through as neutral. Revert to your save. Kill a couple dudes. Go through as evil. Yeah. So why didn't you do so, that? So cheating. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I just. I. I don't. I don't really view that as cheating. Cheating so much. But I just was having so much fun playing the game that I really. I'm embarrassed to say this. What I, I really, happened to I you? I wasn't thinking about achievements. You're playing a game. That's good. And yeah. you're ignoring that's, the achievements. That's, I was, that's I a sign of a successful game now. No. I think. It might no. Be. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. If you have the window dressing of a game where you're into it to the point where. Other stuff means more to you than the achievements. What else, what other higher compliment can you have? I was having so much fun with the story and the gameplay that achievements. I felt like they were slowing me down. So right. I, I was like, I'll go back. This game's so good. I'll go back and play it all the way through again and worry about achievements. Yeah, but that's you do realize you won't ever do that, right? I don't know. That you, I don't know. I, man. I hope so. All Let's, I know is that these guys started playing the game a long time ago. Gus isn't even in the room, and we've had complaints about talking about this game too much on podcast. And here we are. He's not even in the room. We're talking about this. Yeah, it's game true, dude. Still. This is. <laughs> you should play. It's a fantastic game. I know you didn't like Oblivion. I didn't like Oblivion either. So much. I got a thousand points in Oblivion, I and know. I was miserable. <laughs> well, <laughs> felt like a day job. I play like eighty hours. Yeah, in that's what I don't want. You know, Fallout yeah. is nothing like that. It was like I wake up and be like, Ugh, time to go to work. When, <laughs> that's a, that's the difference. It's like when when time starts to become like a, a, a super important value in your life, you're just not gonna want to do that anymore. No, I think you should give it a try. I think you'll find. I will definitely really give it. A I'm try. actually gonna go back and play Oblivion again now after this because I figure if I like Fallout so much, I must have missed something in Oblivion. Probably did you? Good. How many points did you get in Oblivion? Oh, like fifty. I don't know, not many. I've you, like the I mean, that, that's true, right? The only difference between Oblivion and Fallout is window dressing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, pretty much. Well, I think I think stuff like fast travel uh, enhances the game. I don't think there's anything like that in Oblivion. Okay, I could be wrong about that. That makes sense. Though. Yeah, but I remember do I, I do remember like getting out of the uh, getting out of the sewer and having to take a horse for like seventeen days to, <laughs> to get to where uh, I, some castle. I did this to get a thousand points in Oblivion. I did this weird glitch thing where you could cheater. Yeah, some some weird glitch that's probably fixed now, but you like you dropped an item and then shot it with an arrow and however many arrows you had, it would duplicate that item a bunch of times and you could like pick them up and sell them for money and stuff. And I did it with with something in one of the towns 
and the frame rate just went to hell. I was like, oh, jeez, I've got to get out of this town because I'm getting like one frame a second. And I got out of the town, frame rate went back to normal because there was none of these items rolling around the ground. Thank God real life's not like that. And then every time I went back to that town, it was slow motion. Like, they, they were saved. There was like a thousand balls rolling around the town and I couldn't walk through that town without like... Imagine how one frame a second high-speed camera would be. If, <laughs> that's yeah. like a, that's like a dream for you. A thousand balls rolling around on the ground. <laughs> it is. It's like Christmas at Gab's house. <laughs> there's a lot of levels to that joke. Oh, there's at least six. Ouch. <laughs> so did you guys check out the oh. NXE update? I did. Uh, I downloaded it. Didn't look at it for two seconds. The f- that first off, that Netflix in like the Netflix update is tremendous. Like, <clears throat> I've had that streaming thing that since Netflix launched the streaming service. The day it went on sale, I bought the Roku player. And so I've been using that forever. And I've actually always kind of preferred that to Xbox Live because I just think the interface is a little cleaner and it also has Amazon on demand. Yeah. But as of last night, I'll never touch that thing again because the Netflix thing is so cool now. It's awesome. You can browse and pick movies directly from your from your Xbox. And they even make suggestions for you. They're like, hey, we saw you like Rockford Files Season 2. Why don't you watch Rockford Files Season 3? It's right here. Check it out. You like Rockford Files. You're a dude about mystery, right? Here's Simon and Simon. What a coincidence. I do like Simon and Simon. That's fantastic. Want to watch some Magnum P.I.? Because we got it. Bam. It's fucking awesome. I'm never going to leave my Netflix queue now. I would consider moving to the U.S. just for Netflix Oh, dude, it's tremendous. And they have the party thing. Like, Griffin and I, for a long time, uh, we used to do this thing in our our journals back when I had cable, uh, before Hulu and Netflix streaming replaced my cable. Uh, on like we'd watch bad sci-fi movies on Sunday night, and then post that we were going to watch them, and uh, like anybody that was bored on the site, we would all watch the together and journal about it and make jokes. And now they have that Netflix party system, which I think would be like it'd be like living in Mystery Science Theater, right? Where you can get yeah. together with like eight people and all watch the same. <laughs> and you even movies. get like the the little guys, yeah, sitting in front the of the screen guys. like Mystery Science Theater. That's gonna be awesome. We got to test that out soon. Yeah. And then also they made a great change that Gavin and I noticed to achievements, where they list achievements in a totally different way. And you don't have to drill down on the achievement icon to see the description of the achievement anymore. Right. You just like mouse over. So you, you no longer see like a list of achievements with empty descriptions that you have to individually click on each one. Which is the worst. Which yeah. which, which I can't believe took three years to figure out, but you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> well, they figured it out. That's all that matters. And then by by next week, we'll, we won't even remember that it used to be any other way. Yeah. Any other cool stuff in the in the thing? I guess you can get Avatar shit now. That's I've been not, playing around with a little uh, remote control warthog for his avatar. That was kind of cool. I still don't think that's. I'm just not interested. That's just not for I, you. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm with you. I think I'm not. I think I'm just not interested. I mean, I can see the. I can see why some people like that kind now, of thing. Now, if you but. if your avatar could go out and kill other avatars and then get their stuff, <laughs> that would and like cool. have plus three clothes or whatever. Now, now we're talking, right? Like avatar, avatar PG. <laughs> that's how. That's exactly how. I it just trademarked be. that, by the way. Avatar PG is mine. Property of Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> like you know how when you look at your friends list and everyone who's offline is just sleeping. That, if I yep. could get my avatar to run down the line of sleeping people like with a knife and, and like take, stab them and all, take their stuff, it'd be great. And take their stuff, that'd be worth doing. That's exactly <laughs> how it should be, right? Let's make That's, those avatars mean something. <laughs> that you know, that doesn't surprise me. I found out something about Gavin yesterday. We were um, for a shot for something we have to do uh, for some Halo stuff coming up. We had to Gavin and I had to go back and play through Covenant yesterday to get to a certain point in the map to film something. And I have I don't know that I've ever played Halo Three co op with you before. We always play multiplayer, right? right. And I, I played co-op, you know, like everybody, I played through Legendary co-op the first day that came out, beat it, and then just moved on to multiplayer. And I don't know if I've played single player since then, really. But I found out that Gavin kills 
every Marine he sees. Yeah, I saw that. Something disturbing about that, right? It's really upsetting. I don't know what it was, but I, I was getting legitimately it, mad. It's weird. He like, yeah, he, 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 I saw him with the Jeep roll over a Marine who's minding his own business, and then like Gav would try and like lay on the dead body. It was very yeah. disturbing. Like if a dude's in a gunner and Gav <laughs> wants to be in the gunner of the Warthog, not only does he make the guy get out, which is totally fine, then he kills him. Then he gets in. Yeah. And he gets mad if you don't do it. Like, right. I think that's, I'll tell you what, that's I'll tell some, you what. somehow cool. That's like a personality no, type. You know, I've like seen that before in other yeah. people, and it's always bothered me. It's like, why you got to hate? You know who had that personality type? Jeffrey Dahmer. Hey. That, I want to defend myself here. Right. John Wayne Gacy. I do this in a lot of games where if I'm going for score, I will just get rid of everyone else who's on so my side. So you can hoard the score. So I can get all the all the kills, all the points, and all the good weapons that they're holding. It's that, nothing against okay, that does, sort of any... That does make sense. We weren't right. playing for score, though. Yeah, we were. No, no we you, you we, we didn't have scoring working. turned on. You're uh, working. We were just scores when you're working. He's he's got a great point. A, we were trying to get through to this point as quickly as possible because you have to fast forward through that shit. And B, scoring wasn't turned on. Right. I tell you what, as well. We were tell me what, as well. <laughs> scoring wasn't turned on. <laughs> tell me what, as well. Uh, take that, Gavin. What do you have to say about that? The fact that scoring wasn't not turned on. That's cool. You, that's you, I feel like he's on trial right now. You just nailed him. Right. Scoring was not you, you think on. it has something to do with the fact that, like, I hate Marines or you something. You hate Marines. I think you do. You hate... You're, like, self-hating. I do just... You, if I'm playing... If you could kill every other Brit, no, no, no. would you? So you could be the only Brit? I just generally... You could be Britster chief. <laughs> generally in games... God forbid I, they might <laughs> eat some of your food that's in the country of England. I just don't like playing along... Like alongside AI, I don't like being on the same team as AI. It just bothers me. They get in the way. They they kill the people I'm trying to kill. Do you feel that they hold the good weapons? On every on just get rid of them. On every game, do you feel that way? Every game where friendly fire is available, I'll just I'll just take them out. I want to do it solo. They take the good weapons, but you just gotta walk up to them and say, "Hey, Marine, give me your weapon." And he's like, "Okay, Master Chief, I'd be happy to." Here, I, guess you, I, I got him for Christmas twenty two years ago. It's my best friend, but you're a Master Chief, so you can have it. You don't have to kill him, dude. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. It's but... fucked up. And I also, and it's funny you say that though, too, because to me, like games now that have a smooth AI that's on your team where you where it works and it's like a team play, I love that. Yeah, I love that. And you're right. When it doesn't work, it's the worst thing ever, dude. Then... A perfect example of this. Oh, right. Ge- oh, Jesus, Gears of War two. Yeah, I like that game. Sure. I did it on insane with th- with my friend Dan. Yeah, and we had this problem where. The AI, it was a bit where you split up. You, you go two this way and two that way. But yes. you're, you're with one AI, so you don't go with each other. So it's like you take your AI and you go your separate way. The AI constantly got knocked off the fucking ledge by those swing, like mauler things that swing the ball. But they, they follow you, don't they? No. They, like Baird would just go and do his own thing. He'd run along, he'd get knocked off, and we'd both have to restart because the AI would be dead. So because Baird, so, because Baird is clumsy, you have to kill every Marine in Halo. Essentially. I mean, yeah, I don't want to get hindered by the Marines. It's almost like when you hear a story like that, it's almost like, well, you don't want to risk it. <laughs> I guess. Dude, I mean, restarting is like, the worst now thing. I gotta worry, now i got to worry that, like, what if I eat the last piece of pizza in the fridge tomorrow night? Are you going to kill me? He had, Do I need he to be had, watching my back? I did catch him with, like, a uh, schematic earlier. Yeah. I had a picture of you with <laughs> X's on your eyes. <laughs> that, like an <laughs> anvil hanging above my head and a string? But I remember on Gears of War, you said, wow, do we have to watch this cutscene every damn time? I must have watched that cutscene 50 times because not only did I occasionally die because it's on Insane, I didn't look after my fucking AI and he fell off the edge. Well, you got so, to take care of your buddy, man. He was... They're called battle buddies in the army. I had a battle buddy. I had to make sure his pee was uh, hydrated. Isn't that gross? It really did. Wow. Like when I was in base you really training. get to know someone. Yeah, you really do. 
that's one of the things they do. They gotta like make sure your buddy's hydrated, and you're like, how do I make sure my buddy's hydrated? They just make sure he drinks water, and they're like, nope, look at his piss. Are you are so you like sure a, they weren't playing a joke? <laughs> like, no, this isn't like that time when uh, I went to Germany for a month when I was 19, and my best friend convinced me <laughs> that it was okay to pee on the street in Germany as long as you face away from the road. And so for an entire month, I pissed once or twice a day in the middle of town, wherever on the street, and old women would give me dirty looks, and I'd be like, man, that chick needs to get progressive. It's totally legal. I didn't find out that was not true until I married Griffin. 29, like, uh, literally, like, 11 years later. That's what you call a successful joke. Yeah, that's right a there when joke. someone brings it into their, you know. So that's that's a practical joke that affected a large percentage of your life. Yeah, like a third of my life. That's, that's the best kind. Luckily, I never went back to Germany. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I was in England, there were English people just, it was 2 in the morning, and there was a lot of drinking, but, dude, they were just peeing all over oh, the place. Dude, English yeah. people are animals. I live with two of them right Those now. Those Do they just, like, in the middle of the living They're room just, just open disgusting. up? disgusting, yeah. Hey, uh, let's talk about Nazi zombies. Oh, shit. You know what? Yeah. I uh, fired up uh, Map Pack 3 yesterday for the first time. And when, I guess, like, right before before Call of Duty World at War came out, we had some commercial work to do in it. Um, and so we had the game for, I don't know, two or three weeks before it came out. It was... I... To do, to do this commercial work. I don't remember who we did it for at this point or anything. Yeah, the, the, lead, uh, the lead guy, lead developer, we were over there in L.A., and we were working on the spot, and the guy was like, hey, I want to show you something. And we're like, oh, okay. And he showed us, and it was Nazi zombies. And it was like the greatest thing ever. And he was like, oh, yeah, we've just been working on this as an afterthought. And yeah, was- I remember you telling me it was like it was like five or six dudes just like working after work and on the weekend to make it internally just for fun. Right, and, and then it, was it was like so the cool last couple of weeks, in. I think yeah. the last couple of weeks of development, which is why there wasn't more of it. Yeah, well, you know, after we finished the commercial, or like in tandem to finishing the commercial, when we got a free break – we had a Nazi zombie environment set up, and you and Gus and Bernie and I would all go back and play it, and it was awesome. And uh, we got addicted to it. We had to stop playing it because one round of Nazi zombies, when you get fairly decent, can last like an hour. So if you play Nazi zombies twice a day, it's like you've blown half your day. Because we, we would get to like level 21. To get to like level 21 or level 22 on Nazi zombies, which was usually where we'd fall apart, uh, either we would just all fuck up or it would almost come to blows because somebody would screw up and then we'd have to cover and then it would get into a yelling match. <laughs> it was very intense. Uh, anyways, hey, But there were things to, to debate. That was part of the greatness of it's the true. game was it's like, true. should we open the door? Should we not open the door? Should but there were, get... there were a few, right? Like, should we open the door? Should we not open the door? Should we go upstairs? Should we not? Which of very the two weapons clear, do we get? Right, very clear like points of contention. And so that was a lot of fun. And then um, – for whatever reason, I just I wasn't I never after the game came out I got sidetracked with other stuff. Left for Dead came out. Everybody that's, that's got addicted what happened. to that. Left for Dead came yeah, out. We yeah, we were all addicted to Left for Dead, and so I never went back to Nazi Zombies after launch. I've been trying to pull people back, and I, I just don't want to play by myself because I'm scared of zombies. Yeah, no, so, I, I understand. I'm trying to pull people back in, but you know. well, I got the Map Pack Three yesterday. Awesome. So it was yeah, it's really cool, and so I decided to hop on Xbox Live and play with just some random dudes and see what Nazi Zombies has evolved into. I could not be more lost. There are like, really? at least in, in this Map Pack 3, the Risa, or I'm sure somebody's going to tell me how horribly I spelled it or pronounced that, but uh, it's in, it's you're in like a, a facility, and there's like seven doors to open, and z- zombies come from like 96 directions, and there's you can upgrade your weapons. There's like a slot machine where you can upgrade your weapons now, wow. and there's an electric fence that you can turn on. That to was shock the thing, zombies. right? Like there's a goal now. Yeah, and there's teleporters. So you can teleport around the map. It's like way complicated. I'm gonna, it's gonna take me like a week just to figure out what the hell is going on. I was totally lost and I'm a huge sure. burden on my team. I'm not sure how I feel about the teleporters. 
I don't, it was weird. I don't know if, I don't know, you know, Map Pack 1 and 2 also have Nazi Zombie maps. They might be a little different. But this one is like, kind of like reminded me of Wolfenstein in a way. It's like a sci-fi World War II kind of stuff, you know? And, uh, like in the first map pack, or first map pack, in, in the launch game, you, the cool thing to get would be like the, the, like the Spaceman gun, right? Right. It was Ray every, gun. the Ray gun, every once in a while you could get it from the box. Yeah. This is like, to- everything is like that, it seems like. It's really confusing. Yeah. And you're yeah. just, and the map is massive too. What was all that stuff happening with the bits of fence that would like fly up in the air and then reattach? They were like, Oh, that was what made the game great. It's like oh, basically yeah. there was boarded up windows. You can repair. Yeah, you yeah. can repair. Oh, okay. Zombies have to like break through your barrier to come at you, which is something the Left 4 Dead doesn't have, which I, I kind of wish it did. Oh, and yeah. then you can repair it as soon as you kill the zombies. Oh, okay. And then like it's, that, a, it's a losing battle. I just thought it was some weird sort of like, when they, magic. When no. they came out with the new Left 4 Dead gameplay, I was hoping that it was going to be like that instead of a map where all of a sudden you hit a switch and a tidal wave occurs and everyone dies, <laughs> right? Because there's no like once something goes down, that's it. It's down. You know, <laughs> and it's like the. I, the nice thing about survival mode in Left 4 Dead, though, is if you get good at Nazi zombies, and I don't know about Mad Pack 3, but at least like in the launch game, like like I said, you could last for an hour, hour and a half, and it's like you really start to it starts to eat into your time, and it's kind of like a war of attrition. Left 4 Dead on that map, if you survive six minutes, you feel like you're a fucking king of the world. I, 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 they really disappointed me. They really, really disappointed me. Like in the Call of Duty zombie game, you can have strategy. Yeah. You can have strategy, and it can work or not work or whatever, but you can go through and have a strategy. And Left 4 Dead, there's no strategy. The strategy is I'll stand here, <laughs> you stand there, and we'll shoot our <laughs> weapons at zombies. And <laughs> yeah. that, that's it. Maybe people that are that are better at games than us can have strategies. Yeah, but it definitely it, didn't work out so well know, for us. It's, it's not – I don't know. It's, it doesn't seem like a good <laughs> team stra- – you know, I mean, and we've tried to have strategies. Yeah, you know, you know, like, on strategically the put the, the, like, the it, fucking propane tanks around no. and the next thing you know, everything's on fire. No, right. There's no, <laughs> there's, no, there's no strategy regarding the propane tanks. There's no, it just – you know, it's too, it's too loose and open. I don't know. We also only really spent most of our time on that map, which is by far the hardest. I heard like on No Mercy and stuff, you can – on average, you can hit like 10, 12, 15 minutes without too much work and strategy is more of a part of it I think that's just the map to kick your ass God, what's going on with my life that I didn't I haven't even played survival mode on any other map I've never played it was there any achievements related to that no no so was it what did it was it not DLC yeah it was DLC it was free though free, free DLC, DLC. I don't think oh, okay. you can have achievements tied to free DLC that's a shame yeah but they have the new ones coming out and hopefully that'll have achievements when's that out uh, it comes out September or something September 20th I think did the cat escape Nathan just walked in and said hi hey what's up <laughs> <laughs> You can you can tell it's Nathan because the voice was <laughs> tall. The voice was tall. <laughs> People in skyscrapers right now heard that perfectly. Have you ever there. seen Nathan's head? Have I seen though? No. Someday though, I look forward to it. I walked up and tried to look at him. It's just fog. There's fog up there <laughs> and clouds. Birds. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What else? Anybody else have anything? But it's been like, a very Xbox heavy podcast. It so has far been. Today. Should we talk about something that's not related? How about the Neil? The Neil. Adidas viral spot. Oh yeah, I think that thing's like years old, but. Um, New to us. Because of District 9, which none of us have seen yet, but Bernie got to see and said it's fantastic. When's it come out? There's... I think it comes out this week sometime. Oh. I hope. Oh. But uh, Bernie... Okay. I, I want to go. Like, Do you want to see it, Joe? Thursday, I'll see it with you. Thursday, Friday. Yeah, let's, yes. Let's all go. But uh, anyway, Bernie could not stop talking about how great it was and how it seemed like it was going to be really good, right? And how, yeah, and how he would have done a fantastic job directing Halo. So I had also heard that he did a like an Adidas viral spot. That was pretty cool. So I, I looked it up yesterday. It's the yellow thing. And you and I watched it yesterday. And that was pretty fucking awesome in itself. Like the, I think the effects in it are 
and that's something you hear all the time. Like the effects were great. I think the effects in this were really something else. No, really, absolutely. Like when they when they're doing all the like shit coming in out of his head, like the oh yeah cybernetics or whatever. And what was the other thing? The thing uh, he did the thing in the office of the temp worker, the temp robot worker in the office. Is that the same guy? Did he, I, I know he did the like the Citron commercial where the car turns into a transformer. Sorry, how, how do you pronounce that? Citron. Citron. Okay. How do you pronounce it? Citron. So same way. I'd also pronounce Citron. it. I'd also pronounce Adidas. Why would you do that? <laughs> anyway, I know Ben had <laughs> Ben had issue. Is that, is that you or people from England? Well, that's, that's the no, guy's. Mind, it was know. the guy's name, wasn't it? It was like was, it was called Adi Dassler or something. Adi Will, Wilbur Adidas. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Ben, I thought it was very cool, and I that, that's, I love that kind of viral marketing where it's not overt. They don't beat you over the head with their product. I mean, I think I only saw at one point in the commercial, uh, he was wearing a jacket that had an Adidas logo on it <laughs> for about two seconds, and that was enough for me. I got it, you know. But Ben took issue with that. He thought that there should be more product placement in it. But I think that takes away from you know the coolness of the spot. You know, I thought that spot was pretty long. You thought it was long? It could have been half as long. I think so. Keep all the effects and lose. Just like the walking. You didn't like the story? I thought the story was What was the story? I thought they had some interesting dialogue. They made these like cool robot AI dudes and then uh, they the one dude got away and they had been trying to track him down for forever and he was like more powerful and cooler than they imagined. And essentially if you buy an Adidas jacket, like a a jumpsuit or a tracksuit, you'll be like the toughest motherfucker on the planet. But I don't want my head to open up. Well I think the subconscious of it was that that robot was wearing Adidas sneakers to catch him. It was very fast. It's possible. Anyway, it was very cool. I appreciate Adidas not beating me over the head with you know shoe shots for five minutes. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. But I mean, this is your point. Like they released it what, like years ago. Or a it's long been time? out for a long time. It's yeah. been out for a long time, and you know we're talking about it. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. Didn't that Citroen commercial inspire Michael Bay? I don't know. Did it to you make the me. movie to make Transformers? I think like the. $200 million paycheck he yeah. probably got. I wish, it, okay. I wish it would have inspired his aesthetic. I can't tell what the fuck's going on with those Transformers. No, that's that's true. Yeah, that's that's true. Like, like a the, pilot the, jump. The, the effects in that in the yellow piece, like the organic, there's something about it. And I assume District 9 is going to be like that. The ad certainly looks like that. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like a game-changing moment where it's like there's a mix of or, organic reality mixed with the visual effects. It sells it so much more. It's like going back to the old... It just doesn't work. Yeah, I agree. Anymore. Also, it's cartoonish. From what I've seen from his Halo shorts and from the, uh, I can't remember the other, but the, the District 9 shorts, I can't remember what they were called, uh, the dudes can film action really well, you know? It kind of reminds me of whoever shot Children of Men. Is that what that movie was called, right? Do you guys remember the... I never saw it. The, what's Clive Owen movie? I wasn't a fan of the movie, but it was, sh- the, the, the war stuff was really, really well shot and had kind of a very believable, like... I don't know, gritty kind of feel to it. And I get that from, from Blomkamp, too. I think uh, any, all the action in that movie is going to so be So you'd be, you'd be happy with him doing Halo? Who, Blomkamp? Yeah. Well, Super. I haven't seen District 9 yet. I mean, based on his Adidas commercial, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah, yeah. seems like it, right? <laughs> yeah. How would, you, how would you feel about uh, little Steven? Steven Spielberg. Stevie Spiel. Uh, dude, I don't know. What can, what, what can you say about that? I, you know, there was a rumor earlier this week that Spielberger was trying to <laughs> resurrect Spielberger. That's what I'm going to call him from now on. <laughs> Spielberg was going to... It's pronounced uh, Adida. Um, that Spielberg was trying to resurrect the Halo movie and produce it. And uh, then I just read yesterday on Joystick that Microsoft was like, the project's still on halt. Well, we don't know what you're talking about. So, who knows? But, Steven Spielberg makes awesome movies. You know? Yeah. What's a... He does. What's the last thing that he actually directed? It seems like all he does now is executive produce. Uh, the last thing he directed, would it be War of the Worlds, maybe? I think it. Didn't see it. 
But I heard bad things. About I hated it. it. But every, everyone it. hated it. I, it's, I, Bernie I, and Matt unmemorable it. to me. Really? Bernie and Matt loved it. They thought it was great. Really? Yeah. Gus and I. Gus and I were like, did we watch the same movie? I don't know. Huh. Was, but I did not like it. But Spielberg makes fucking fantastic films. Halo is one of those things where, like, I can watch all those comic book and superhero movies. I've never really been that into the originals. Yeah. But if someone butchered the Halo movie, I'd be so mad. It'd be, it'd be the worst thing. Like, I'm I'm totally fine with any any other movie being poorly remade. So but you, you Halo just, is, like, the one thing I'm passionate about. Would you, if, would you want to see just, like, a rehash of the story already told with better visual effects? Or would it, I mean, would it have to be something different? Or? I don't know, you know. I don't even think the Master Chief is, is the best part of the Halo story. I, think I don't like know. The, the I don't, Forerunner I don't, stuff is more interesting and make a better movie. Did you guys ever see the Hitman movie? No. Did you see it? Was it good? Did you ever play Hitman? No. Never uh, played it. Well, was let's, it, was let's not talk about good? it then. But... They're making a was there a Hitman movie? Yeah. We'll see. It had a... Was it good? Timothy Oliphant, or however you pronounce his name, from Die Hard. Was it good? No. And I, I love the games. And I think I personally could have shot a better movie than that. <laughs> and that's saying a lot. Well, they're making a sequel, so maybe that'll be better. Oh, jeez. <sighs> this podcast got so sad all of a sudden yeah. when we started talking. We were I, all happy talking about I know about how, how I can improve it, though. How's that? Whoop. By throwing a pin at me? Yeah. That's a great idea. Congratulations. It'd be great for the audience to Suddenly to I feel listen so much better. That, you know what's great for podcasts? Sight gags. Yeah. Really. Now let's talk about your wacky shirt. This is, I'm just <laughs> saying, Jeff, and that schematic I saw earlier, that was step one. Was it? Was throw pen at so, Jeff, so watch out. It's, it's, he, he's looking at you, but all he sees is a Marine in Halo. <laughs> so the program's been initiated. There. He <laughs> wants your microphone. I don't for a second <laughs> believe that you really have a problem with me like, I, running like, over. I totally do. You I do? Can, if you have an op- is it is it the principle of it or is it the fact that if I took out Jeff I could have two microphones <laughs> that <laughs> way I would have to restart just... the podcast. <laughs> Jeff might accidentally go over a cliff and then we'll have to start over. Can't have, can't afford that. Better take him out now, Gav. <laughs> Dude, not, I got my eye on you, Gavin. You know, I mean, as soon as Gavino starts lighting things on fire, I think that means he's officially entered stage two of <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmerism. <laughs> If he refer- if he starts referring to himself as Gavin David Free, then we're in real trouble. I tell you what, though, when I hope w- there's not a stat for like marine betrayals on Bungie.net. You know, I think, you know I think there's I'd a website a, a website somewhere that you know records it and has it, but it's probably wrong. You had the most betrayals in the fucking game last night. I had five, and that and the only re- <laughs> the yeah, only reason yeah, I did five. that is because after you kill Guilty Spark, the auto turrets turn against you. Yeah, and you kept and deploying them, deploying them like in front of Andrew Panton, and they'd shoot him in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so great. so it, really funny to me. it started at just killing AI people, and now you're talking. I mean, about yeah, eventually, eventually, laughing and laughing, and eventually you get bored of killing AIs, right? And it's like it's like serial killers. You're like killing cats isn't doing it for me anymore. Right now. Now I got to go for something bigger. I like think we have dude. to get him out of this office as soon as possible. I think so too. I think the cats. England misses occasion. you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure England's AI Marines don't miss me. <laughs> You know what's funny is we're we're talking about Gav and we're laughing and we're laughing but really it's gonna be Ben. Yeah, perfect. we're gonna come. We're, we're we're toast. He's gonna end all of our lives. That's true. Ben's sitting at home right now plotting. He's he's, he's, he's coding he's, our death. <laughs> he's set Gav up. He's set him up as all the attention is on take Gav now. <laughs> Blood fingerprints all over your face, <laughs> and you're dead. It's gonna be Gav. That's so sad. Should we stop? Is there anything else to talk about? I don't have anything else. I'm tapped. Do you got anything else? You came up with a pretty good list in the car. I just we went through it all, didn't we? You sure? I think we did. Do we have 
I was going to talk about G.I. Joe the movie, it's... but I haven't seen it, so I don't know what to say about it. <laughs> yeah, geez, you could I... talk about what you think it'll be like. I heard somebody got fired. The editor the or the director, director got whatever? fired yeah. like a month before release. Looking at the trailer. You... What, so the director shot the whole movie and then got fired? Something like that, yeah. How does that That's happen? the rumor. Hey. It happens by... It happens. I guess, I guess like, I always view the director as like the, the fucking god of the movie, but I guess he's totally replaceable. Oh, yeah. Everybody, I mean, everybody's replaceable. replaceable. Well, not the actor. If, if the actor sure. shot like 50% Dude, of the movie, he's locked in, right? Keith Ledger died in the middle of a movie and they replaced him with Johnny Depp. I'm and sure there's like a cost-effective Colin Farrell like, chart somewhere that, you know, I don't know. I've heard horror stories from actors where it's like they finally break through, they finally get the role. It's like, oh, I got the role or whatever. And they go through the read-through and they do the read-through and they're like, oh, my life's whatever. And then like after the read-through, they're like, let go. It's like, it's like <laughs> oh my God. Well, case in point, I hope we haven't talked about this in the podcast already, but... Eric Stoltz was Marty in Back to the That's Future. Right. That's and he, right. And he, they filmed for like two or three weeks. And you can go online and find shots of Eric Stoltz like in the parking lot. Yeah. Uh, and like getting ready to go back back in time, wearing the same fucking yeah. orange like, jacket and all that shit. Yeah. And like two or three three weeks in, Michael J. Fox freed up his schedule and uh, was able to shoot it. And so they just fucking dumped him. Wow. Yeah. So how much of the, what, like, what percentage of the movie was shot? I don't know, two weeks worth. What, what, what's that for a typical movie, Joel? Not much. Probably not much. Not much, but still. Ten minutes the, worth? The fact that they, you know, the fact once you get into the point where they're actually shooting first unit stuff, I mean, that's, you've already committed all sorts of resources and money to that Must guy. have cost a lot of money to yeah. replace him at that point. And wow. they probably had to do something to placate the fucking oh, guy. But, sure. but there has to be a point for an actor where you've got like, I don't know, like 40% into a movie and you can do whatever the hell you want, right? I don't know. Like they're not well, gonna. They, it also depends upon who you who that actor is. You know what I mean? It's like if you're Tom Cruise and you're getting X amount of dollars. You know, yes, you might be able to get forty percent in that movie and start being a dickhead, and then be able to make it through that film. But you might not get the next movie. Like Tom Cruise got dropped by whoever when after Mission Impossible Three. Remember? Did he? I don't yeah, know. and he got picked up. I think he, I don't remember who he was with Paramount or whatever. But yeah, they dumped him. Wow. Oh, you know, oh, that was, but that was in between movies. That that was like the CEO. Was it Subner Redstone? I think was it. Yeah, it was Subner Redstone, who's like four hundred years old at this point. Yeah. The guy who started MTV or whatever, and he just had like a fill. You know, I don't know. I don't know what it was. Said something weird and dropped the contract. But that's a little different. That's like they weren't in production of a movie at the sure. time or anything. But I've but, I've totally read about how actors and actresses are so difficult to work with. They just don't get roles. You know, well, I've like, actually read that about Jim Carrey. Really? That Jim Carrey Wrong. can be really hard to work with and people don't want to put him in movies anymore. Well, you hear which about his like, uh, kind of slowed down. Like Lindsay Lohan, right? I mean, like she's given chance after chance after chance and just not showing up, not showing up, not showing up. Yeah. Know. Yeah. For, mainly for like Disney movies and stuff. She comes in like drunk. I don't think she's doing Disney movies anymore. She didn't. She, what was that last one she did that was all Happy and Kitty movie? Uh, she know, I know who killed me or whatever. <laughs> yeah, where she played a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> she did Georgia Rule, right? That was like the last big movie she did. Joel, you've been on a lot of sets. What's uh, what's some of your most memorable set moments? In terms I, I, of I'm in terms of people sure getting I'm like, com- I'm not even sure I'm comfortable talking about it while being recorded. <laughs> to be honest, with you. seriously, I mean, is that bad? Yeah, yeah. Who's they, the hottest actress you've ever seen on set? Wow, that's a good that's a good question. Is it Jessica Simpson and Dukes of Hazard? Yeah, you know that might be. Yeah, she was fucking, that, that's a that funny movie, story. We, I got to be, I got to be, uh, what's his face is uh, Johnny Knoxville. I was Johnny Knoxville's uh, uh, photo double and stand-in on the on the reshoots of Dukes of Hazard. And I guess apparently they had filmed the movie and they had a certain ending 
they tested it, didn't like the ending, so they went back and redid the ending. And the end of the movie was at a court in a courtroom or whatever, where it's an entire courtroom full of people, and there's Burt Reynolds and there's Willie Nelson and just everybody, and Jessica Simpson's there, and she's just looking. It was like the end. It was like a beer commercial, and uh, he wasn't there doing it, so it was me. So it was like they're all like looking at me, and then she's coming up to me and hugging me, and it was a fantastic day. <laughs> it was a fantastic day. How about uh, what's her name from X Men, the redheaded lady? Uh, what is her name? You know, I saw I worked on Maid, and I saw her in. You Maid. worked on Maid? Yeah, just what'd you do? Couple just a week. I was like a guy in a. Uh, there was a cigar bar. Yeah, there's a scene yeah. there. I was in that, but you know, Bernie and I saw like the world premiere of Maid in Austin. Really? Yeah, uh, John Favreau and Vince Vaughn were there on hand. Had a, like a Q and A. It was really awesome. Those are two big dudes. Yeah, those are two big dudes. Yeah, they were John think- Favreau's. They were thanking everybody on the way out. And it was it was really cool. Yeah, those super guys seemed, nice. Su- yeah, super cool. Yeah, I had no idea you worked on Made, but I can't think of her name. But I've heard she's notoriously difficult to work with too. Yeah, that's I've heard that too. Yeah, that too. So what are you gonna do? Who are you talking about? She was um, in X Men. She, she played uh, Jean, Grey. Jean Grey. Oh, I know who you're talking about. You're talking about um, she Famke was in Famke Jans- Jans- Famke Jansen. Uh, yes. yeah. They replaced her. She was in Men in Black too. She was originally the mean alien woman, whatever, and oh, yeah. uh, she was originally in that, and they replaced her, apparently, because there were some difficulties there, I guess. But Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. She was in Goldeneye. Was she? She was in yeah. Goldeneye. That's right. I haven't seen that in a long She time. was also oh. in The Whackness. Oh, she was in The Whackness? Was that a good movie? Is that this was? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. It's got... It's funny seeing that fat kid off Nickelodeon. like Josh? Josh from and Drake and Josh? Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't fat anymore by the end of the show. Not that I watch... Yeah, oh, I watched Jake and Josh. It was a good show. Millie liked it. It was a good show. Fuck you guys. When you, hey, when you have a kid, like all of a sudden your entertainment routine. It does too. Like I went from watching, you know, whatever to Drake and Josh. That was and that was like <laughs> that was the generation under me for Nickelodeon. Like my generation, I watched Keenan and Kel. Oh yeah. But every, and when all this new Drake and Josh and Amanda people came in, I was Amanda I was Bynes. done. I guess I had to grow up at that point. All right, well, there you have it. This is a uh, drunk tank number whatever. I, I think, have it's, no I idea. think this is 18. Is it 18? Yeah. It's funny because when we started that. this drunk tank, it originally had another member of it, but we had to replace that member midway through. <laughs> like halfway through. Halfway yeah. through, I had to replace him with Gav. <laughs> it was Eric Stoltz. We had Eric Stoltz on here. Yeah, yeah. Gav, Eric Stoltz is the first 20 minutes. First 20 of minutes. Yeah. He was wearing the Gav's clothes. You can find there. shots online of him recording this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Let's save it. Let's be done. Ta-ta. Bye. Bye-bye. Au revoir. Love you.